a character, you know, or it's yeah. Oh my god, that was a lot of ways to do it. I'm running through the air. I mean, that's, it's that's the movie. It totally sums up the movie. I love her gloves in that scene. I'm so big and cute. Mm. Captures its emotion and feeling. recording we are watching the special features and yeah that's okay. why we were screaming when we started <laughs> <laughs> we were not prepared okay can we watch the becoming edward i will watch the becoming edward oh look at the extra edward. things becoming i'm so glad you guys michelle obama us. becoming edward <laughs> <laughs> we saw that um book today he's so cute he's so attractive. i can't wait to see him in the lighthouse 2019 <laughs> Did you know that SK and Twins is now dating Shia LaBeouf? They broke up. They broke up. They've been together and then they broke up and now she's really uh, music. I can't believe they were like, uh, like engaged. It makes me oh, so yeah. sad. No, I love SK Twins. I love her too, but I'm sad that it didn't end. We have oh, yeah, didn't just because we have a big cast of characters, but they're all very specific. Whoa, Kevin Hart looks lit in, the in this. So people know she looks really good. Jesper, oh my god. And the most challenging one, of course. Like, she looks good being recorded here, yeah, but recording the TN interview, she was like crazy. Cast, and everybody has a huge stake. She and didn't see Rob before it was cast? My God. The most beautiful man in the whole world. Perfectly sculpted cheekbones. Who can yeah. relate to that? Well, actually, Rob Pattinson can. Aww, <laughs> hell yeah! That guy is one of the most beautiful men in the world. And such an interesting soul inside, you know. You know, a lot of guys are pretty, but they're not dangerous. And other guys are dangerous, but they're not pretty enough. And when they started talking about Rob, I was like, okay, well, he really seems Aww. like he's going to be able to do that. He's got both sides. When you first read the script, your initial reaction is, this is impossible to play. I mean, it's completely, utterly impossible. She sees him as like the perfect creature. And so <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, all right, so he's perfect, okay. Play, I could play Edward Cullen embroidered on and I did the audition really and what people oh, kind of said. I never noticed there were two girls behind them in line at the prom. Yeah, gay representation. Because it was a lot more pained. Extremely tortured by various different things. It's really important that he's this, he's constantly fighting this thirst yeah, for her blood and it's this internal struggle that's going on constantly. That's what I mean about it. He gets slammed against the wall. That's hard. That's so hard. This fucking jacket. When he was unconscious and woke up in this sort of purgatory 
state which he doesn't appreciate mm. someone who you don't Imagine know. Imagine how hot that would be having Carlisle's uh, like mouth to your neck. I <laughs> Which is very difficult to understand. It's nice so good that he had seen life when you've already accepted like, that you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also that you have to kill people. You always gonna have to live with that. Look how much pain he And also you have an infinite memory because you're a vampire as well. So he's always gonna be wrapped with guilt. When it comes to the big fight between the bad and the good, I mean, he's essentially fighting the bad side of himself. Bella comes into his life and almost tries to destroy this, at least, stability that he's created. He's scary. He's, he he himself is, is, like, terrified by the way she makes him feel, and so he doesn't think that he can control his vampire instincts. He just wants to consume her. He's been living this, this sort of fossilized existence for... 80 years and just trying to play a person who um, something happens to them to just completely thaw all their emotions after 80 years and you, you feel everything with such intensity. Edward is described somewhat like a mountain lion. We had a choreographer come in. Not that we wanted to look like a things, But we just wanted to have that as and a I still have your Edward t-shirt that I wore at email. You learn it and then you kind of have another one. I watched it, but I was trying to keep establish it. a way of uh, so behaving like humans, having some kind of strain. Because I mean, it must be so annoying if you can move from here to over there. And uh, I really like that scene like, where he opens the cuddle. I think it's really like cute how he like runs around, chivalrously. Jumping around in trees. Oh, that's so Seems to have a affinity with with trees. But when you've got to do wild work, when you're like, I suppose to do it with finesse, that's kind of interesting and impossible. That's so right. She sounded like hold on tight, I think she did. That same music. She probably had to film that scene twenty times, so she was like, she was Imagine being slammed against a tree with Edward. Look at his face. He's so cute and But I kept hearing tales of his singing, so. I'm like, can I hear you? Can I please hear something? Oh, it's not ready, it's not ready, it's not ready. I sometimes think it's just by myself, but um, generally I play in these tiny little places, hardly anybody watching all the time. I said, just no matter if you hate it or whatever, just put five tracks down, you know, whatever. Are you sure there isn't anything I can get for you? No, no, thank you. That's a song in the background. Oh, really? And he did it. It's not even on Spotify. They put him in the movie, and they work fantastically. Did you follow me? So in the restaurant scene where Bella and Edward had their date, in the deep background, you hear one of Rob's songs. Um, it's called Never Think, which makes it a really personal like love song. It's pretty, it's very beautiful. It's him playing the guitar. I don't have um, the strength <laughs> to stay away from you. Stay away from you anymore. I love this movie. Uh, we all love this fucking movie. I think we all love this movie. I think we all love this movie. <laughs> Everybody was kind of shocked when I said I want to put this song called Let Me Sign in the Bella's death scene in the ballet studio where she's dying, you know, from the 
venom and from the blood. I didn't know where they were going to put it. That kind of up in an unusual spot. And um, I thought it was going to be on the end credits. So I thought I wouldn't put anything on the end credits. I mean, that's fine. I honestly feel like he was going to come up with music when he was doing that tips from the way Edward acts with girls. <laughs> he knows how to charm yes. boys. He's creative and crazy really? and fun. Really? When they were at school? Yeah, when he's walking in school. That is so exciting. Yeah. I really like that scene too. Because he's, and also he's just like, you know what? I don't even care that I'm showing you off, you know? He's like, I don't want to fight this anymore. It's cute. I'm sorry, I kind of built on that. Who was his influence to be such a gentleman? The character that Stephanie wrote? Someone in his real life? <laughs> the big side. You guys do it wrong. It's not painting. It's like three bricks and I go like... Oh. Yeah. But like Becoming Bella? Broken? Vampire kiss montage! Oh, what? what? <laughs> Wait, I think yeah. we should watch it. Becoming Bella. <laughs> <laughs> we already are Bella. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I had a chance to introduce myself last week. I'm Edward Cullen. You must be Bella. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Bella is my queen. Well, damsel in distress in the movie Twilight. Based on the book. Was it optional to take biology, or was it one of like serious actor, and she's got a lot of experience, and it was. Excellent to have someone like that. It's really like at the center take of things a because I think it helps huh? everyone else's performances. Like we have someone that's just doing such a beautiful uh, job. Yeah. I don't know. Bella in the beginning of the story, I feel, is uh, directionless. I mean, sort of. She's a really relatable teenage character because she's bored, and the story starts. It becomes interesting when she meets this character, uh, Edward Cullen. Who's he? Seriously, like, don't waste your time. <laughs> She's, like, oddly drawn to this, like, look of, like, hatred. It's like, what's wrong with me? It's like, it's like sadomasochistic. Like, why, why am I subjecting myself like to this, like, seemingly unpleasant experience, but, like, for some reason, hmm. it's like a need. Bella has a strength, an internal strength, that makes her very courageous. I'm not scared of you. Oh. You really shouldn't have said that. I signed on. I got it right, sorry. Did I realize that I had a lot to do? It's not the easiest story to tell because, like, as simple as it is, it's also one of the most complex, layered stories that it's not all on the surface. It's not all written. That's so true. The rest is all and on All kinds of other girls from all over the world, but Kristen really had something unique that she seemed so accessible as Bella. Backpack jacket. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Human, neighbors. I love how it's 2009 and she's listening to music. What are you listening to? On Walkman? I got shuffle. Yes. Um, I mean, that's what I feel like. She's not needy, she doesn't need anything. It's, she's not looking for anybody. Did she just she's say she's not needy? Her. 
She's she doesn't have a mother, she has a buddy, she has like a friend, which is fine. She doesn't resent her in any way, but that's not what you need in a mom. You, you know, Forks is growing on me. Could a guy have anything to do with that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me everything. Did you say work? <laughs> I bring myself to every role I play helplessly. I would love to not do that, but I wasn't going to tell anybody. I just need to know the truth. Every girl that reads a book, they imagine that Bella looks like them. That's me. I huh. could be Bella. She's not described as a great beauty. She's She's clumsy. I mean, I'm totally related to her. So you're trying to find this, you know, universal Bella. You know, your mood swings are kind of giving me a whiplash. There's no way that he could kill her. There's, you know, it's like he doesn't even know that. But the fact that she knows it is why she's there. Is why she, you know, is is down to. Lighting this room right now is a singular candle. Oh, yes, Captain Harvard. Oh, there's a Bella's Lullaby remix. Push it. 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 Push
Honestly, I feel like I'm really high, like watching it. Yeah. So, so. Kind of sounded like at karaoke when you're like finished for the night and it goes, Mmm, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nice. relatable yeah, director, yeah, editor yeah. Brian, researcher. researcher, research the music. Rachel. Okay, one more. <coughs> I'm very excited. This manic podcast can be like a mini game, except it's probably longer than the one that we just <laughs> filmed. Yeah, it's 26 <laughs> minutes. Oh, oh, yeah, just to what one did we want to watch this one? Yeah. Who's Kim? Is that James? Um, yeah. Yeet. AKA the love interest in Berlin. Hello. Yes. Oh, right. So excited to have you guys. Wow. Oh, no, that's so young. Oh, my God. Look at this. Yeah. 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 How did you feel in terms of playing Edward, knowing that you kind of had that backbone of playing Cedric Diggory before? Did it help you kind of yeah. get into this role of understanding that literary character going from? He's probably age like to I've seen other characters too. Uh, no, I mean I always just look at. It's probably a bad way of doing it, but I mean I, uh, I mean it's so different. You can't really play the book, so I mean I was playing the script, and then I just always use a book for um, just material, you know, just and you can pick and choose whatever whatever you want. And especially for Twilight, there's so much stuff. I mean, you've got like an encyclopedia of just stuff that you can draw from. So yeah, I, yeah, I guess I kind of just used it to, as, a, as a helpful tool. I had heard that you'd actually taken some time and uh, kind of put yourself away for a while to kind of feel that sense of loneliness. To make himself really pale? On your own. Do you think that that helped you kind of get prepared prior to? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, it did. It really did. I mean, I had to change. Like, I mean, I had a very, very strict idea of what I wanted to, how I wanted to play it, and it changed pretty much in the first. The almost I thought I wanted day, to be like, to almost the polar opposite. Mm -hmm. Like, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I guess I, I mean, whenever you put you know a bit of effort into anything, it always ends up being a little bit better. Is one of his buttons yeah. like undone? And yeah. He moved you, his hand across. <clears throat> what was it about this character that attracted you when you first read that script? Um, well, I mean, it's definitely like a desirable character to play. She's a sort of average girl that gets swept into something that is sort of unimaginable for her. But it wasn't really Bella per se. It's the relationship. It's like it's otherworldly. I've never, you know. Did you like playing both sides of that? You know, the romance and at the same time being vulnerable, then being strong as a female. Right, yeah. I mean, Bella definitely is, she's the damsel in distress, but she's not a complete, I mean, the thing that's great about the story is that they're both willing to die for each other. And that, it takes a really strong person or whatever. It takes somebody swept up in something stronger than them. I mean, 
Um, that's what I liked about it, but it was just sort of like, I've never felt that way, you know, like, Aww. yeah. Oh, no one role, wants to die for her. How do you now feel? This is what I'll die for you. Oh, Literally, all of us will die for her. Just die for stop. We don't need a reason. Did you know that? Sorry, you have a boyfriend and have something to look for now. At a certain point, hey. What is that t-shirt? It's like a pretender. No, but it's like band. It looks like it's a train, but what's behind the train? It's done it's better that way. Mm. Oh, that's I probably wouldn't have done it. And I'm glad that I did. I'm really glad that I did. Yeah. Did she die her black then? Um, Robert, the so. vampires of Twilight are not your typical coffin sleeping, garlic loathing type of vampire. Is Edward what made all of these girls obsessed with like skater boys who look like it. they haven't slept for three days and not always high? Because he kind of gives off that vibe, you know? Arthos. They're trying to like, oh, they call them skater boys, but we should just call them arthos because that's literally what those boys are. I love it. What about soft boys? Uh, soft boys. Spend your last your money on cigarettes for me, uh, soft boy. Incurable disease rather than just. You just are a vampire. I mean, I mean, I just abandon all cliche and just, and just go on what the facts of what uh, their characteristics are. I mean, you're a thousand times stronger and faster than a human being. You live forever and you have the constant desire to feed on humans' blood. And I guess I just sort of thought like okay well if you're just a normal guy and then suddenly something happens someone bites you and you end up like that like how you know how you how, how would you live and i guess there was some certain physical things as well um to to look uh, stronger and faster whatever but at the same time i mean if they're moving around at light speed all the time then people would notice and they're you know i, I thought about you know, he's crying he's because he's a vampire guy you could get from here to there. Side in a second. I know, it's too much, but I'm not happy. Don't shake people for their body here. Catherine Hardwick is the director <laughs> there. I mean, she had done 13 on boards of Dogtown, and now she was taking Guys, her, we need her to watch the Twilight. Catherine, yeah. for me, I mean, I had a tendency with Edward just to keep going darker and darker and darker, and like really, you know, just thinking how uh, just kind of. When, when I like how when this is mainly about his life, he was just so emotionally like stagnant and fossilized um, that I was thinking initially. They seem kind of bored in this interview. In the eclipse commentary, kind of they seem more like they're having a laugh. That your emotion. I mean, if you if you haven't. Yeah, that one's funny. Yeah. We watched that in your house. We did. Again, like, At my old like, house. Yeah. I've watched it like four times. Uh, I used to watch that instead of the eclipse. I, I just thought that it would be so yeah, desperate all the time. So and obviously, like watching somebody <laughs> desperate, like suicide all the time, is not so. Catherine helped just lighten it up, like a bit. Um, yeah, Catherine seems like a really fun, kind positive of person. In the book. <laughs> like really, I just kept saying, like, you know, I just got to have a tendency <laughs> to make him more depressed, and so Catherine kind of helped with that. Stay away from that. What do you think Robert brought to the role? that added that certain character of making Edward that much more human or that much more intense. Well, he just totally explained it. <laughs> is what did he do? He just, he just explained, explained, explained it. it. Yes, yes Kristen. You know, it's like this perfect man. He's just trying to get her involved in the conversation. And suave and opens her door. Beautiful. But if you look at their circumstances, this is not, I mean, this does not facilitate happy people. Um, <laughs> so, he knew that he got that. I mean, like, like we did 
a really classic, like, you know, conventional audition process. So I auditioned for it, and then I read with guys, and um, he was just the only one that came in the... That had any... The first that, that like audition was him kissing. Mm-hmm. other than, I'm on camera looking handsome. So... Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him laugh! <laughs> He's just like, thanks, cheers! <laughs> Twilight. Oh, that's so, at the end of the interview. Thank you. There's like, thanks, and they're really awkward. I can't believe, like, back in the day, mm-hmm. no one yes. gave a shit about what they wore to interviews. I was just thinking that. Like, they looked yeah. like they just rolled up. Yeah, like, she had, like, random ray That's how you should do it. You know, and she was just wearing, like, a. But then again, she's, like, t-shirt. what, 16, 17? Yeah, but at 16, 17, all these hosts nowadays. That was like, bad. when we were 16, 17. Like, that was only, like, five years ago. <laughs> We could wear. I like what? What was I wearing five years ago? I was literally just wearing sweatpants. What I'm wearing right now, Hello Kitty t-shirt. Just, um, <laughs> what do you mean? Oh. Um, oh. Thanks for listening. Don't get bitten. Bye. 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 bye.